Good morning. I'm Jim Mason, president of the Parental Rights Foundation and parentalrights.org. And we, I'm here with uh, our executive director, uh, Michael Ramey. And it's our pleasure this morning to talk with Patty Sullivan, an awesome uh, parental rights champion from the state of Florida. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Michael. Hi, Thank Patty. you for having me on. Oh, well, it's our pleasure. Could you just give uh, give us a little background on what you're doing down there in Florida? Sure. Uh, well, I would it be okay if I started with my personal testimony just to share a little bit of how we got involved? Patty, I, I was going to ask you that. Um, okay. So let's just pretend like I asked you that question instead. Okay, great. <laughs> um, well, um, you know, my personal story of how I got involved with parental rights um, is, you know, I'll, I'll keep it short and brief, but I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional family um, and uh, a broken family. And by the time I was four years old, my parents were divorced and um, went through some abandonment there with one of the parents. And then eventually, you know, the parent came back into my life. And, um, and you know, the good news about all of that is, you know, over a season of life, you can either allow that brokenness to uh, continue to break you or you can, you know, make things right um, in certain ways. And, you know, there's been some redemption and restoration in my family of origin, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but through that entire time, I think what it did in me is it created a desire um, to break uh, the cycle of generational issues. Um, and I had determined, you know, that over time, um, I was going to do differently, um, you know, with my family. So then when my husband and I got married in 1988, um, we've been married for 31 years now. And we, uh, you know, when we began to want to start a family, we had some pretty serious fertility issues. Um, it ended up taking us 17 years to have our daughter. We have four children in heaven and we have our beautiful daughter, here with us and she's turning 15 uh, next year. So we've been married 31 years. It took us 17 years to have her. And when we had her, that really just set in motion a deeper desire in both of us. My husband, Jim, by the way, he is an amazing champion for parental rights as well. Um, he couldn't be here today because we do own a business, but when we get started in the legislative session, He's going to be very engaged as well. He speaks on behalf of parental rights, and um, I'm looking forward to being in the legislative session here in Florida with him and testifying before committees. But for he and I, we really t began to take seriously our responsibility as parents um, to truly be engaged with our daughter and to raise her and to be involved with her in such a way that um, not that we're perfect. You know, it's not about being perfect. It's about being a healthy family. It's about raising her. So we began to grow in our parenting skills. Uh, we began to proactively engage in raising her. We made a choice to homeschool her. Um, we actually ended up um, moving from New York to Florida so that we could be fully and even more engaged in um, parenting her and growing in our relationship as a family. And so, um, it was when we moved to Florida in 2011 that we began to see, you know, cases and begin to become aware of situations of governmental overreach into the lives of families and parents' rights. 
And it was in um, shortly after that that we met a, a friend who was the parental rights coordinator at that time for Florida. And all of this is volunteer, by the way, which you know we're passionate about. And um, we all work as volunteers, and, and it's something that we love to do because we believe in parental rights. But we met our dear friend, and uh, after a, a short while, she passed the baton to us, and we became the Florida coordinators uh, for parentalrights.org. Great. Yeah. So you're talking, um, Adriana, uh, I know she's one of my heroes from being yeah. so active down there in Florida. And, and one of the greatest yeah. things I think that she did for parental rights um, is when she left, she didn't leave us empty handed. She handed us off to you guys. And so we right. really, really appreciate her doing that and really appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. And she's still very much um, interested and has a heart for it and a passion for it. And actually it was under her leadership that um, a, a resolution and a memorial was uh, was passed in 2011 here in Florida. Basically, not a law, but um, a resolution and a memorial in the Senate and the House of Florida, just basically affirming uh, parental rights. And I think as well um, was very helpful in creating the documentary that was uh, created and a lot of the acting took place here in Florida, and it's overruledmovie.com, uh, which is a documentary discussing um, and giving reenactments of uh, issues uh, dealing with government overreach into the rights of parents. Right, right, overruled. Um, yeah, that, and, and that is, you know, part of the parental rights uh, effort to educate people about the uh, parental rights amendment, the effort to, to uh, get that adopted as well. Um, so you've had opportunity to meet other state coordinators from around the country uh, once or twice. Um, and, you know, different state coordinators have different strengths. Some uh, are sort of community organizers, and they've got an army of 40, 50 people or, um, you know, even a couple hundred who can make phone calls, that kind of thing. Um, you know, in Pennsylvania, we do lobbying days. Um, did one a few months ago. For you and Jim, your focus is largely in Tallahassee, even though, the, I mean, you live elsewhere in the state, but your focus tends to be in Tallahassee, working through lawmakers there to introduce parental rights efforts at the state level. Is that right? Yes. I, I would say our goal is to work with legislators and to find those legislators who um, really believe in the cause of parental rights and to... Uh, encourage them and to, 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 to bring to light the fact that we need a law passed. Um, the common sense idea of the fact that parents' rights are fundamental rights to be engaged with their children in their upbringing, their well-being, and their education, um, it's been important for us to help educate legislators and help them understand that unless a law is passed, um, that fundamental right is slowly uh, going away. So uh, we were very fortunate that over a couple of uh, period of years, um, we were able to have different sponsors for that bill legislatively. And, um, you know, it's it's been challenging over the last almost seven years that we've been working with legislators, but we've been very fortunate recently in the last year or so where we had our very own representative, Representative Erin Grawl, District 54. Uh, she's a brilliant litigator and attorney. 
which is what we had been encouraged to get was an attorney who some somebody who could understand the legality of and the understanding of why it's so important that parents rights are uh, uh, brought to the forefront and the attention and not only did representative Graw understand this cause but she made it her own she gets it and she truly believes in it so in 2019 last year for the first time ever uh, with her uh, uh, introducing a, a parent's bill of rights we were able for the first time ever to make it through three committees um, and eventually uh, it did die but we made it through two House committees and one Senate committee before that happened. And that was the first time that that ever happened. And so we were really, really encouraged because lawmakers began to take notice and to pay attention and to realize that this is a very real issue. There are numerous cases uh, throughout uh, Florida and uh, the nation that would uh, that they became aware of that helped them realize that there was a need for parental rights uh, legislation. So, and um, go ahead. Well, so you, you you mentioned a number of committees there in Florida, and I think for most of the country, a lot of times uh, the way it's set up, a bill will go through, uh, for instance, it'll go to a House committee and then a vote in the House and then a Senate committee and then a vote in the Senate. And it's not that simple, though, there in Florida, is it? No, it's not. It actually, uh, you know, the more committees, the harder it is to get the bill through to the actual debates right. on the House and the Senate for it to be passed. And again, once, you know, so we had three committees in the House that it had to go through, and we had three committees in the Senate that it had to go through. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a lengthy process because our legislative session is only 60 days here in Florida. Wow. So uh, it, it needs to get through quickly. Yes. Wow. Pat, Patty, you mentioned uh, different issues that um, affect parental rights that, that are coming to the light there. What do you think are the most effective issues to bring to legislators' attention to uh, bring them into the cause? Well, I think, I think what's important for them to understand is that, you know, in one of the committees I actually testified that, um, you know, uh, Government is always going to grow, and um, it's just the challenge by nature that it continues to grow and grow and grow, and they can um, inadvertently or even want to uh, overtake areas that are not rightfully theirs. And that it's important for them to understand that there is a distinction between parents and government. And there have been a number of different cases, and we, we've, we've sought to educate them as well. And those that have been educated have actually come along and realized, especially when they see clear cases here in Florida of things happening, uh, you know, where uh, government in settings of public school leaders or in medical areas um, have overstepped their boundaries into the parents' rights. We actually have several bills right now that have been introduced that would literally take away religious rights and parents' rights in the area of vaccines. And so for them to help them understand that these fundamental rights belong to parents and government is meant to come alongside parents, not to overtake that issue into parents' lives to make those decisions for their children. Yeah, that vaccine question is, is one we're seeing all over the country right now. It seems there's just a concerted effort uh, in a number of states uh, to remove 
religious exemption or philosophical exemption uh, regarding vaccine mandates. Um, and it really does come down to, you know, as an organization, you know, we don't have a uh, specific position on whether a particular vaccine is effective or safe or whatever, but simply that it's the role of parents to make that kind of an important medical decision for their child. And so you're talking about bills there in Florida that would take away that right, correct? Exactly. And so, you know, there's been a good uprising of parents suddenly realizing that, um, you know, they could lose these rights in those areas, which has been a real boost to the overall cause of, of parental rights, because vaccines are just one of many areas where there's been government overreach into the lives of families and parents. So um, we are grateful that uh, those who are uh, concerned about specifically that issue in vaccines um, have risen to the task and have majorly gotten in, uh, engaged in the in the last few months in, the, in this in this battle, and um, we're just grateful for that, and we are hopeful that um, along with the other areas that are of great concern to parents, that this will help us get over the finish line in this legislative session. Uh, because once again, our wonderful representative, Representative Erin Grohl, has made it her mission again, and she literally last week just introduced uh, HB 1059, uh, and it is uh, concerning par parents' rights, and it's called the Bill of Rights, the Parents' Bill of Rights. And she's introduced that. And then on the Senate side, we're going to have Senator Kelly Stargell, who's going to be introducing it on the Senate side. So we're very hopeful. Uh, we believe that uh, the time is right. The time is now. Um, we have families engaged all over the state. Uh, wanting this bill to be passed. And it's, it's one thing to fight against those bills that have been introduced that will take our rights away, but it's another thing to actually have a bill that proactively puts forth parental rights. So it's something that we can't, we're standing against certain bills, but this is a bill that we can actually stand for and get proactively uh, involved in and make an impact in such a way that we actually establish precedent for parental rights here in Florida. Patty, I had a chance to hear your governor speak uh, a couple of months ago. Where does he stand in all this? Uh, we haven't heard from him directly, uh, but he is a, a wonderful family man, and I believe personally that he would uh, come along uh, with this um, that's a great question, and I think, um, I'm hoping that we can uh, uh, make an effort to uh, reach out to him and um, in encourage him to make some kind of statement on this, but we don't know for sure. But I believe, knowing that he's a conservative in, the, in family values and those types of things, I, I'm sure that he would be completely behind it. So we've seen uh, a number of bills across the country over the last, uh, I'd say, 10 years that deal with parental rights of all kinds of scopes and sizes. I know Virginia's got a parents' rights law now that it simply says that parents' rights are fundamental, they deserve strict scrutiny, uh, and it cites a Virginia Supreme Court case um, as saying, you know, we're just, we're just restating in the law the, the precedent from this case. Um, and so it's a very simple bill, but you're talking a parents' bill of rights um, and we and have seen a number of those too. Uh, what are some of the rights, some of the areas of parenting that that your that that bill would would look to shore up? The, this bill would 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 be very specific in the area of uh, 
parents' rights in regard to the upbringing of their children, uh, their children's health care, which would cover a number of different things, and then also in their education. So uh, it's very, it's a 12-page bill. And she, uh, Representative Grohl cross-referenced a lot of different statutes that are already in place. And so it has incredible teeth to it and precedent to help uh, bring distinction between uh, the educational, the government educational public schools uh, role in the lives of children and, and how to uh, allow parents to be better um, involved in their children's lives without the government overstepping those those rights. So it would be educational uh, well-being, which would include health care, and then the overall upbringing of the child. So we've, I think you and I maybe have talked uh, before a little bit about, you know, there are stories from across the country of parents having difficulty just getting a second medical opinion for their child. Like <sighs> if I want to get a second opinion on my daughter's complex illness or something, uh, the hospital I'm currently at might step in and say, no, you're, you're neglecting, you're abusing, you know, you can't take your child away from us. Uh, we, we know what's right. Is that kind of the, the thing you, do you see any of that in Florida? Uh, I'm not aware of anything in specific, but of course we do see a national sure. uh, uh, kind of rise in that, and, and especially going back to the Justina Pelletier case, mm-hmm. Uh, a few years ago in which her parents did want that second opinion, but then wanting to go back to their original doctor and her, their, their child was taken from them for 16 months before they were able to get her back and there was no just cause for it. Right. And just a, a, a plug here, we're actually going to have Jennifer uh, Pelletier, Justina's sis, sister, uh, on our podcast next month. And so that's coming in February. Just, just thought I'd plug that in there awesome. since you gave me the opportunity. Awesome. So we'll be talking more about that. So your bill... Um, there in Florida, that would address that kind of medical decision-making? Is that correct? Absolutely. It would put the ball in the court of the parents, and it would put very clear distinctions of uh, uh, how the medical practitioners and those around the parents would be engaged with the parents um, uh, to to, uh, make those decisions for their own children as to that. Now, with the vaccine issues, they're trying to take those things away. Uh, but, of course, we're trying to proactively get this bill passed so that we can move forward and uh, make it clear that our parental rights are fundamental and they can support us, uh, but we have those rights as parents to make those decisions for our families. Great. So you referenced a little while ago that there's uh, been something of an uprising there in Florida on the vaccine issue. Uh, parents suddenly awaken to the fact that their rights are being threatened um, and, and it's the vaccine mandates and the taking away of the philosophical and the religious exemptions that's, that's really called their attention to the fact there's a problem. But yesterday we talked, and you had hopes uh, that, we, that, that we'll see more from those parents even when the vaccine issue um, is, is settled, that kind of plug them in. Is that? I, I really believe so because, um, you know, <laughs> You know, Michael, that my husband and I have, you know, been um, working on this for almost seven years now. I mean, it's just been an awesome privilege. Um, we've learned the political process, um, things that we've had to learn that we never really wanted to learn about, you know, the games that can be played in the political process, um, even in your own party and those types of things. And 
So it's, it's been a wonderful education. It's been worth getting that education, but, um, trying to get the word out and to, because Florida is such a wonderful family state, you know, there's so many families that are engaged with their children and their families here in this state. Um, my, my county, you know, you just see families together doing things all the time and they're very engaged in their family. So in some ways that could have been something kind of like a false sense of security because we're just so, you know, we're the land of Disney world. So we're all happy to be here. We're enjoying our families. We're just living our lives. We're engaged in our communities. We're making a difference locally. Um, but in some ways that things that were going on behind the scenes toward families and toward parents uh, weren't necessarily at the forefront of everybody's mind. So my husband and I were working diligently with legislators trying to get this uh, passed. And um, so in some ways it was uh, kind of discouraging at times, but suddenly in the springtime, when we became aware of more and more parents and families throughout Florida beginning to realize that through these other bills that were being introduced, that their rights in those issues of uh, vaccine mandates and their rights as, uh, for religious rights and parental rights were going to be taken away through these bills if they were, if they made it made their way through, there was this huge groundswell and, and, and um, of, of parents, uh, they call it being woke, and um, awakening to the reality that this is something that they needed to take seriously. And I've been uh, uh, able to have conversations with a number of these parents. Um, there are numerous uh, Facebook pages uh, that of parents of hundreds and thousands of families that are in these Facebook pages and they are doing all kinds of, uh, they're engaging their legislators about this issue. And now they become aware that our proactive bill, we've been trying to get it passed mm -hmm. for a number of years. So they're joining in with that. Uh, we saw our Facebook page jump from just under a hundred likes to over a thousand now in just a month. So things are happening. We can see it very clearly. And I am believing that not only will they, uh, it's not a, parental rights is not a one issue cause. It's not just about the vaccine mandates. Right. But this, the, that issue has been able to awaken people to the reality that of the government overreach and our need is, as parents to engage and to stand in the gap and to say enough is enough. So, Patty, you're, you're like a wellspring of enthusiasm and uh, encouragement. Somewhere out there, somebody's going to be listening to this podcast, and they're going to uh, hear what you say, and it's going to strike a chord with them, but they're not quite where you are today. What do you have to say to those folks who are looking to take the next step, but they're not quite sure? I, I would say to those parents that um, first of all I want to thank them for for listening I, I the fact that they even have a desire to hear and listen means that there are parents that that um, uh, want to make a difference in their own children's lives they want to just live their own lives in a quiet little bubble and things like that I wanted to live my own life in a quiet little bubble until I realized that unless I actively proactively get involved 
and choose to make not only just raise my daughter and be engaged with her, which many of these people are, and these parents are, but we also have to make another concerted effort and we have to actively start standing in the gap on behalf of our families and our children. And that would be uh, possibly, you know, going to parentalrights.org and looking at the website, looking at the resources, um, uh, educating themselves about the need for parental rights and the different cases that are happening in our nation and, and, and in Florida. And then also um, engaging other parents, uh, beginning to speak to the legislators and, and, and sharing uh, and getting involved. I, I, that's the key is that we just can't, there's so much going on in our nation right now. And if we focus on the national level, and that's all we ever think about or talk about, but we don't bring it back home to our own local areas. The family is the um, the family is the heart of our American culture, and we need to be involved locally in making a difference and standing on behalf of our our, our children and our families and uh, getting involved. And I would encourage people to, to really just find out about parental rights and, and to understand that if we do not make that effort to stand in the gap, we may lose the future generations of our children and their children. I'm not doing it for myself. It's for her, it's for my daughter, and it's for those that are gonna come after her. Because we may continue to have our parental rights right now, but if we don't intentionally as parents make an effort to stand in the gap and keep proactively pursuing and letting the government know that these are our rights and, and this is where we begin and you end, um, our children may not have that same uh, blessing that we have and our, their children may not. So this is a time in history where I believe parents need to uh, get actively engaged. One of the uh, foundational principles that uh, Mike Ferris, our founder, um, started the whole parental rights organization uh, on is that many people are unaware of the things that they've taken for granted uh, as parents mm -hmm. are gradually uh, being eroded. And we're sort of like the proverbial frog in the, in the pot of water that's slowly heating. And so what you're saying is um, we need to step in now before we lose what we what we have now, uh, and and not just for us, but for our kids and grandkids, and that's kind of a foundational principle of why our organization exists, mm -hmm. and and why um, you know having folks like you so active and in, and enthusiastically involved is so important. So if you're out there and listening to this podcast, and 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 what Patty's saying resonates with you. Um, get in touch with us. We'd love to help you get started, and I'm sure that uh, Patty would uh, would would be able to help you with some resources as well. And um, it's just a it's a, it, the cause is one of those causes this that that is sort of under the radar. <clears throat> it doesn't make the news very often, and it doesn't really um, uh, you know necessarily affect us in our day to day lives in ways that we see really clearly until it does and then when it does it's a crisis and what we want to do is prevent the further erosion and we want to in law establish this fundamental right of parents um, to, to raise nurture and educate their children 
as a principle that everyone has to respect. So that was my speech, Patty. Sorry. <laughs> well, 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 and, and thank you. Um, you know, just I'm happy to continue to uh, share. Um, I am in complete agreement. Um, and to me, this is this is this is much more than a quote unquote cause. This is something that touches us all. You know, like the family is the heart of society. And uh, I just know that it's it's such worth standing in the gap. And if I could just share, you know, some some thoughts um, that I feel like um, might encourage those parents even more so. I just want to say thank you for parents to even, you know, uh, wanting to listen to a podcast about parentalrights.org and finding out more information about it. I want to thank the parents that have been standing in the gap on behalf of uh, parental rights. Um, there are many parents that have been impacted by having their lives uh, turned upside down mm -hmm. by government overreach. And we just want to keep those families in mind, keep those families that have gone before us in the battle uh, of, 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 you know, fighting on behalf of their children. And, um, and more than ever before, I believe that as parents, we can, first and foremost, uh, no matter what went on in our childhood and, uh, you know, past generations, some of us had great upbringing, some of us did not. But as parents, we can make a choice that we can break those cycles and that we can say enough is enough because God entrusted our children to us. I had to fight long and hard to have my daughter. Um, and I think that put such a tenacity in me to, to take the responsibility for her and to raise her, right? Not perfectly. Again, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just talking about being actively engaged. So my encouragement is to, you know, we need to love and raise these children and that we also need to rise up with re and take that responsibility seriously um, and enjoy believing in them, but also help them see us fighting on their behalf and fighting on behalf of their futures. And um, we can come alongside others, um, but and others can come alongside of us, government agencies and those types of things, but the buck stops with us as parents. And I want to encourage parents just to, to step up and to believe that, you know, you can learn parenting skills, you can develop uh, in those areas that maybe you yourself lacked in as children, we can grow in those skills and we can change things for the future for our children. And they can also see us saying, you know, we believe in you so much that we're going to fight on behalf for your future. And so um, this, this includes single parents, uh, married parents, whatever is going on in the life of a parent, you know, uh, there's enough going on in their lives that would cause discouragement. But we want to come alongside parents, not just to fight on behalf of parental rights and to get legislation passed, but we also want to be available for parents to help them and to encourage them and to walk alongside of them and to be their greatest cheerleaders. So that no matter what, um, families are worth it, parents are worth it. And I believe that something is happening in our nation to cause parents to once again uh, get involved in their children, children's lives, and also to take a stand on behalf of parental life. 
That's awesome. I um, I don't really know that I can uh, add anything to that. I, I appreciate the emphasis you just placed on the responsibility. You know, there's talk sometimes about, well, parental rights is about parents getting to do what they want or whatever, but it's really not. It's just like you said, uh, where it springs from our responsibility. We are responsible for our kids, and we take that responsibility seriously, uh, and that starts with keeping the authority for ourselves because we can make the better decisions than the government can. Um, and, and I think you communicated that really well, and I appreciate that. Um, we have anything you would add? No? Um, Patty, I think that's a great note to end on. I'm going to just thank you for your time with us today. I always love talking with you and love your passion. Um, love you and Jim and your family, and just really appreciate you being on with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, uh, thank you for everything that you do on a national level, and um, looking forward to continuing working with you both. Thanks, Patty. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>